Knock knock, beloved terrestrials. Here is your host, Daniel Shivinsky, and we are all set for the second infimensional transmission. Coordinates Brussels, Belgium, planet Earth, star date February 17, 2018. Our today's guest is Dawi Wanderwerf from Amsterdam. He's a filmmaker, creative director, and a positive changemaker. I'm so glad we managed to catch up in Brussels and gather for a chat in Julia's basement studio. To be honest, I didn't know so much about Dawi or his project, but intuition said I really want to meet this guy and find out everything I was curious about. I also felt a beautiful brother-to-brother connection, like we already know each other for a long time. The main topic of this episode is his project A Bigger Story. And my overall feeling is that we made kind of a full orbit around the planet where we could time travel and observe a zoomed out perspective through the lenses of our utopian spirits. And yeah, my apologies for misspelling Onkalo at the beginning of our conversation. Before we start, I just want to quickly mention the way you can support both my art and this very podcast, where plenty of energy is dedicated to bring these visionary stories to you. As you might already know, I'm using Patreon as a membership platform that connects creators and artists with their audience in a very simple and meaningful way through monthly micro-donations. In return, I'm sharing some special and often exclusive rewards within my Patreon tribe So if you want to join or find out more, go to patreon.com slash infimengines or simply find the link in the description below. Thank you, danke well. Okay, are you wearing your seatbelt? Ready? Let's kick off and first find out what Dawi loves to do in his free time. One of my great hobbies is to share photos of... uh quirky, beautiful, and interesting things r- around me. Mm-hmm. So, like a photo diary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I love, uh, I love reading and um, watching documentaries. Uh, I write a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, writing is a very uh, important aspect of my work. Um, so I write plans and uh, movie scripts campaign plans um, yeah that's about it <laughs> what is your background um, I um, I started uh, with um, with a course in graphic design in Melbourne Australia um, because I um, there were yeah I lived in a world where there were so many commercial messages approaching us uh, throughout our days Basically, anywhere you go, in the bus, uh, at the bus stop, in the shopping mall, all these messages. And then when I learned about uh, some of the global issues that we have as humanity, global warming and inequality, I, I thought I want to advertise stuff that... I want to advertise these things, like mm-hmm. in, in, and in the same realm as the commercial world. Cause yeah, you use the same medium as they use. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, same, the same breadth and, and width. Uh, so then I thought I'm I'm going to learn how to create advertising, like literally like mm. posters, and so I, and then after a while I realized that um, stories of change 
they need a very different approach to, for instance, selling shoes. Because mm-hmm. if I have a pair of shoes to sell, yeah. I can just show them to you and say, you know, these are 100, 100 euros, buy them now. You can wear them, you can walk away. But when it comes to global warming, for instance... It's a long-term thing. Yeah, you have to say, like, uh, there's this group of people uh, called scientists, and they've observed weather uh, trends uh, in the past decades, and their research has concluded that it's, that it's highly likely that humans impact the Earth in a way that is harmful to our own survival. So let's change everything. <laughs> the, uh, let's change all our ways completely. To now, 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 if, if possible, now. <laughs> uh, to 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 prevent uh, to prevent to, to prevent things from getting even worse. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, and that is a very hard sell. It's better to prevent than cure. Yeah, that's the approach. Yeah. Exactly. So, whereas whereas a lot of commercial messaging is a, a, a offers you a quick payoff, a, a, a quick interaction. Also including a, a short uh, boost of dopamine when you yeah. purchase an item. Um, stories of change require a deep understanding of a wide variety of topics. Um, and, and you need to study these things for a number of years to sort of come to the conclusions that many people have come to. Yeah, it must be a click in your brain, like a yeah. deep understanding. Yeah, and it requires a, it requires a lot of imagination from people. Because to to imagine uh, the workings and the effects of of these really complex chemical processes on Earth, because like the the entire Earth is a chemical process uh, yeah. in a way, um, yeah. How this age is this is called um, more and more geologists are calling this age the Anthropocene, the age of humans, yeah. because um, yeah, the impact that humans have on the Earth will probably be uh be be rooted in the soil uh over billions of years if, if there are archaeologists who are gonna check out our planet yeah they're gonna find traces of people yeah and it's and it's and, and it's gonna be geologically very interesting <laughs> yeah yeah that reminds me of um of ontalo you know the uh the the nuclear waste uh place in uh in finland I haven't heard about it. It's a, it's like a nuclear waste uh, dumpster, like a huge underground dumpster, or how oh, wow. how should I call it? <laughs> uh, where where so it's like really deep underground, and um, so it's uh, it's a nuclear waste. So it means it's really dangerous for the for mm. the future generations. Yeah, long long time in the future, like five hundred years, one thousand years after us. Is uh, it a book? Uh, no, it's an actual uh, site where they. Ah. where they deploy this um, with this waste and uh, the, the interesting thing about this story is um, how how they were thinking about this kind of information board uh, that they are going to install on the ground mm-hmm. ab- above it where they have to think about the language the symbols yes uh, I've heard about that all yeah. the things yeah. how to communicate that future generations should not dig down yeah. <laughs> uh, because it's you know it's really dangerous so imagine if you if wow. you write if you write uh, like what kind of symbol what kind of language you should use maybe the language will really evolve into something really much much different and symbols will evolve into something much more different so if you if you write or make a symbol of something like do not dig underground 
yeah. or some for some future minds it can wow. mean it can mean like maybe there is a treasure yeah 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 exactly something like that <laughs> so it's a really interesting topic how how to communicate these things over a long period of time yeah yeah i'm actually curious um uh, what was your inspiration to start a project uh, a bigger story what is the the root of motivation because it's it's i must say a really ambitious project and uh, i myself kind of find it close to you on the same thing for being ambitious and running a couple of projects at the same time and uh, always having this hope and uh, motivation to change things for better and uh, contribute as much of energy and time uh, that we can uh, to the well-being of the whole planet well we are now on planet earth as we are recording but <laughs> we might move to Mar mars uh, the next day if it's up to elon musk <laughs> yeah um i think that uh the thing that inspires a bigger story that inspired me to start the project um is my own struggle in dealing with this world mm. um because i can remember that um yeah i think about a decade ago um i was very immersed in learning the truth about the world yeah um and and like i yeah i went through a long spiritual journey uh quest for meaning <laughs> and my conclusions my conclusion sort of my personal conclusion for myself sort of became that it's incredibly important to be healthy and happy yeah and that is that it's very important to share this with the people around you and if possible with as many people as possible and not just people also animals and plants that you that that only that only when you have a, a very healthy relationship uh yeah with the systems and and the and the networks that you're connected to then you can thrive together because everything is interconnected and influencing yeah, each other exactly and then when i when i came to that conclusion then i then i began to realize that there are a number of very big collective threats to that uh to, to that health and that happiness mm. and um and like my initial instinct uh back then was um we need to do something <laughs> and and I, I and and i'm just one person but i'm gonna do what i can and because i want the world to be saved um because the world is beautiful people living on it are are fascinating uh the, the 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 plant and and animal uh diversity and, and the beauty of it it's it's yeah it's it it's uh, i want to thrive on this planet with 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 people with animals with plants um and then yeah then and then when i began to think about the big these bi these big threats yeah. to this collective health and happiness um yeah so then i um when I came from Art Academy, I started making films for organizations, mm -hmm. um, always around social and environmental uh, issues. And by doing that for about 10 years, um, I came to the conclusion or I sort of observed that a lot of uh, NGOs, they focus on winnable battles. So they focus on uh, a specific area, on a specific cause. Uh, cause yeah. um, 
And because if you have a winnable battle, then you can measure the success of an NGO. So that mm-hmm. makes total sense. And people are actually, uh, people in the environment are actually helped by that. But because so many organizations need to be that, need to have winnable battles, often like the, the connections between all these issues, for instance, the link between poverty and climate change, yeah. or the link between uh, uh, growing inequality and, 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 and racial issues, raci- uh, ge- racial and gender issues. Yeah. Um, if, 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 um, if, we, if we don't focus on the links between them, then, then, then we, we will not be able to shape a vision that people can understand and, and support. Um, I think that it's, um, uh, that it's incredibly important to take on what I call a bigger perspective. And what I mean by that is that, um, that as living human beings, we are, yeah, we are, we are, uh, we have, we are connected to this body yeah. and this body needs, needs a lot of, needs stuff like it needs water, it needs food. Um, it's like a bigger scale on a smaller scale. Yeah, it's it's presented an ecosystem. In, ecosystem yeah. presented in our body. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but as but as we as we interact with the world and as we interact with other people, we are immersed on the stage of life, on the stage of human life. Yeah. And when we are deeply immersed in in the world of of humans, <laughs> um, we we often get very emotional because. Um, because we might learn of some issue that we didn't hear of before and it really touches us because ultimately we connect this issue with ourselves as humans as humans because when we when we when we see that that there are Rohingya uh, children without parents uh, fleeing into Bangladesh where there's no food no sanitation no safety and we 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 relate that to our own children uh, I, I have two children yeah. um, and, and, and that, that is also like me having children is, has, is also a very important. Yeah, awakening um, the parent instinct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it's just instantly so close to you. Yes. Yeah. 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 Even though it's geographically on the other side. Yeah, the absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so I think the Bigger Story Project is very much about, um, about a personal relationship ships with big waves of history in motion mm-hmm. um, and to, to, to become aware of the strategy that, we, uh, that we've uh, adopted to deal with these things. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I think that, uh, if, uh, that there's a range of responses that we have that are very similar to an uh, immediate threat. When we think of uh, inequality, global warming and lots of other issues, um, we have a tendency to flee sometimes. We, we say like, uh, I don't have time, I'm not qualified, I can't make a change. Um, there's probably something, uh, someone working on it somewhere. There is a hero <laughs> in the there, sky. Yeah, there's some hero somewhere <laughs> else. Uh, and then there's fright, where you, where, you, uh, where you freeze. And so you worry about all these issues and, and it, really, yeah, it really touches your heart, but in a, Mm. Yeah, in a in a kind of a fearful way, and yeah. you sort of you sort of turn inside of your inside of yourself, and you don't act. You block yourself. You block yeah. yourself, because you feel you feel as just one individual. You feel disempowered, because there are seven point seven billion people now, I think, <laughs> and you feel yeah. you feel like yeah, what am, what can I do? And then there is the fight response, where 
despite the odds, um, you act for change. And um, I think there are two uh, opposite ways of fighting for change. One is uh, is self-oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, this so so you accept the fact that tough times are coming. Uh, so you defend yourself, your own family, your own country, your own army, mm-hmm. your own company. Also, if it's at, also sometimes if it's at the expense of others, and or you have you have um, you have a fight for the collective, where you share where in difficult times you share more, you connect more, uh, you work harder, um, you show more courage, um, and the the danger of this approach is that sometimes you forget yourself. You yeah. forget to take care of yourself, of your own financial uh, and physical health, well-being, of your own well-being, your yeah. own needs. So I think that uh, I think that there's something to be in different uh, situations. There's something to be said for fleeing. There's something to be said for fighting for the self and fighting for the collective. But in general, um, like like with a bigger story, we want to in- invite people to 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 yeah to either to to uh, to not get be stuck in 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 fright because mm-hmm. that's really helping no one not yourself and not not others yeah so yeah yeah as I understood uh, kind of the main tool that you are using one of the main tools to communicate all these visions of a better future um, you are using film as a medium that can explain complex concepts complex um, structures in a, in a more simple kind of way that uh, everyone can understand um, so what is the current uh, progress of the of the project do you have any anything that we can already see uh, in the public or online or it's um, yeah what is what is currently happening uh, the past one and a half year um, we've uh, tried a lot of things uh, a lot of people have been involved in many different ways. We've uh, shot interviews. Um, we made a promotional video for the organization. Um, we uh, thought of uh, ways of organizing ourselves. Uh, we've had events um, where we where we presented, where we had talks. Uh, there was one event uh, where 60 people joined in Pakhaisiswijge in Amsterdam. Uh, where we where we had presentations and uh, sort of an interactive uh, element where people could contri- co- could uh, contribute, mm. we pretended we were already a big organization with the entire audience <laughs> and just see how far we'd got that evening. It was a crazy experiment. Uh, <laughs> it 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 succeeded in some aspects and failed in others, <laughs> but it really it really taught us a lot. And uh, this year. Um, is the year that uh, we're going to set up the organization properly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I've, I've, uh, I've been accepted to an executive leadership course at Think, uh, the Amsterdam School of Creative uh, Leadership. And um, I'm dedicating this entire uh, program to the development of, uh, of the Bigger Story Foundation. Wow. So that means that I have, like an, I have, I have a sort of a team of coaches and, and like a uh, lot of a uh, lot of tools and a, and a very big network uh, of people to connect with to realize this uh, big dream and that's wow. uh, very exciting and also very scary I can tell you because <laughs> yeah. I did art academy and I'm accepted to like an ex- executive leadership course 
and that's sort of like weird <laughs> yeah yeah i guess one of the questions that you are trying to answer or address is um, are humans capable of organizing their long-term survival collectively mm -hmm. because uh, well we have internet we have different social networks we have all these things but sometimes with all of them it it feels that you know there's a room where people are just stuck in their small screens of their mobile phones and using those networks, which uh, f there's a little bit of conflict in being connected and then in the physical space not being connected. So are you working on, on um, empowering people to understand their own individual power in the collective um, so that when we yes. join forces, yeah. uh, uh, we can we can yeah create it together and uh use internet use uh, all these networks in in a slightly better way than maybe currently yeah the um the big uh, creative endeavor that we've uh, that we've formulated so far um is is a project called the story of ao ao stands for ego and earth so it's like the individual versus everything else um and it uh, follows, uh, uh, it's a series of nine uh, high quality 3D animations that follow the life of the lead character, Ao. She's born in 1988. And the story, uh, and there's like four stories until 2015. So you have like, you have like jumps of nine years. Uh, so the first film is about her birth. Second film, she's nine years old, is often period when a lot of people realize that they d they're not living in the children's paradise that their that their parents uh yeah pr provided them with <laughs> um 18 and and it's it's uh, so the so the second story is about the outer world what's what what is what is out there how does it work um the next film ao is 18 this is uh this is a f this film is about the inner world about a about a internal conflict of identity of how to relate to all these things out there and then when when she is uh, 27 uh, she is educated she is healthy she's she's energetic uh, and mm. professional and she she probably she's probably a journalist she she maybe she shoots video makes photos and she writes um, and she's on a quest for 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 truth for for maybe justice and yeah. you know like like an and inspiration and 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 yeah she's, she's searching for for things mm -hmm. and those are the first four films are historical and then it gets really interesting because we have we then have five films so we make jumps of nine years into the future so we have four historical and five science fiction films and in the science fiction part um, we are going to uh, involve a lot of people uh, from the sciences, but also, but also, but also children. Um, invite a lot of people to share to share their hopes, dreams, and visions for the future, and then use all that input uh, to build to build the whole story world around AO. The film itself is just about AO. It doesn't rub all these big dark uh, frightening issues in your face it's just an enjoyable story of an amazing person yeah. who is developing into 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 an elderly person and then dies um 
and the interesting thing will be i think that um the um because we make jumps of nine years in in in, in her in her life uh there's a lot of space for other people to fill in the gaps so mm-hmm. you when you experience this just three or five minutes in the life of ao each time there's a lot of untold story in between wow. and we we want to invite a graphic novelist to to think of that maybe maybe like if you have a job maybe every graphic novelist gets three years of the story wow do you know what i mean yeah and the graphic novels can be a bit more political a bit more connected to the issues than the films are films should be easily digestible for everyone yeah Yeah. so so you have like the first layer is a a layer of entertainment then there's a layer behind that which is sort of educational entertainment behind that we we're going to develop uh, educate or, or or point to sources of of of, uh, of education about mm. the world so it's like in that sense it's sort of a campaign for valuable stuff wow using the medium that is at first entertaining yeah and uh, easily digestible for everyone for all generations yes i guess your yeah your target audience is everyone yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah amazing uh, as I was reading your philosophy paper where you are going through many different topics and uh, kind of summarizing many different complex uh, things, uh, this one thing caught my mind and it has to deal with um, imagination. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's argued that this part of the brain, which is called cerebral cortex, uh, enables us to imagine things that are, aren't directly in the front of us and uh, I, I believe this uh, this power we have and uh, which is already embedded in everyone mm-hmm. uh, is really strong to to be used in in this kind of uh, campaigning for mm-hmm. for, a, for a better future uh, we, we right now uh, we together with the people listening to this podcast we're doing something amazing together because I have all these thoughts in my mind in my prefrontal cortex yeah. and I encode my thoughts into sound waves yeah. that I send out of my throat <laughs> into your ear and in your mind with your own frame of reference you decode my sound waves into thoughts and 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 you also see images, mental images, and that is something that is uh, uniquely human, and 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 that is something that has empowered our species, is also threatening our species, because I think that our imagination um, is uh, is in, in in essence is neutral, uh, and it can be can be used in a very harmful way, and it can used can be used in a very positive way. Uh, because yeah, we can we can invent warheads, <laughs> and we can plan long, sustained uh, projects of war. But we can also, um, uh, yeah, build uh, beautiful projects where we learn to share, where we learn to uh, develop uh, a, a great garden for ourselves to feed ourselves in a healthy way. Um, yeah, it can go in in a positive and a negative direction and like um, every every big invention every big idea or small idea and small invention started as a single thought of imagination in someone's head and yeah. uh, so everything we see around us was once 
a single thought uh, in someone's brain, uh, which is impressive what we have uh, as a tool, as a species. Yeah, when you when you think, when you imagine like, hey, some time ago, it's, it's cold right now, some time ago it was cold too. And there was a period before that that, that was cold <laughs> too. Then maybe it's a good idea to store some food for when it gets cold and snowy again. <laughs> and then when you then and then you start to imagine having to store food so you start so then then you start talking with each other we should build a barn and then you have to envision a barn what do you need and you go out into the forest and you chop trees and you build a barn and it came out of came out of the mind and today we hold we have like we have like super computers in our pockets yeah. mobile phones yeah we're so used to it but it came from the human mind. It's something that we, yeah, that 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 an, an octopus or a dolphin couldn't do. Uh, and and yeah, it's 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 not always a good thing because, um, of course, with all these thoughts, when they when thoughts get together, get into relationships, they form stories. Yeah. And stories, um, I think that a lot of people don't realize the power of stories over their lives. Um, I think we're living in an age where um, where the the stories that that give meaning to our existence are changing. Um, for instance, if you look at the big political dogmas like capitalism, uh, socialism, communism, um, yeah, these are these are whole one size fits all uh, dogmatic solutions for a perfect society in a way. It's a bit more nuanced on that, but <laughs> that, that's that's what people have ma made it, uh, turned yeah. it into. Um, both ideologies have become caricatures of themselves. They've become mixed, diluted, and I think especially a lot of young people do not believe these stories yeah. anymore. From either you side. Just read my thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, in in especially in the Western world, um, religion religion is going down. Um, the church, uh, the church, um, the house of faith used to be a place to get together, to to share, um, yeah, to share meaningful things with a community of yeah. people, uh, experience the divine, enjoy music, maybe enjoy a, a cup of uh, a cup of wine, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and the, and now I think uh, these forms of communities uh, have uh, are are slowly falling away, but then I think. Um, that um, that uh, a lot of people are saying that that this is the age of individualism, mm. that collectivism is dead in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, like the trade unions and political parties, their membership goes down about uh, four and a half, five percent per year. Oh. Um, all these collective uh, organizations, and that leads some people to conclude that that this is that we're all individuals now. I think. And, and very only individually oriented hmm. I think they're wrong I think that collectivism will work differently than in the past because young people are so extremely different from people 20, 30 years ago yeah, big generational gap in a way yeah. there's a huge, there's a technological gap yeah. a social gap um, there's, a, there's a wage gap there's a big, yeah. there's a big, uh, there's a big inequality between generations and in some countries, this uh, the, the 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 age gap is incredible, and it's happening so fast. For it's example, happening very fast. Like uh, it's even hard for me sometimes to to uh, not hard, like challenging to explain what I'm doing in my life, 
because what I'm doing in my life involves a lot of technology and it's like uh, generative design and projection mapping and things like that, which some generations before did not even have. And uh, so to my uncle, it was really challenging to explain uh, projection mapping. So I, st I tried to connect it with overhead projector that he might have in his um, during his school, you know. So yeah, it's, things are exponentially developing in, in technology way, in, in communication way, in the pop culture way. Trends are just coming, being here for a short time, then leaving us and the new trends are coming. Yeah, <laughs> also, also I think because people, people uh, like-minded people find each other globally now. Yeah, luckily. <laughs> Luck yeah, luckily too, uh, but I think there are also downsides. Uh, because like uh, let me just give uh, uh, a simple example like if I'm a fan of a certain type of uh, little pony uh, you know like mm -hmm. a, a certain then maybe I used to be the only one in my country before yeah. but now I, I can connect to a network of pony that of people that enjoy uh, uh, you know taking care of the same type of ponies <laughs> yeah. Uh, but people are also finding each other politically that way. And because, um, have you heard about the internet bubble? Mm -hmm. Like uh, Facebook, Google, and a lot of other networks, they know us really well. They yeah. often know us better than our psychologists because yeah. we tell our psycho psychologists our stories, but we show Facebook and Google our actually actual behaviors, yeah. our actual, what we actually do. So much information. So much so information. Much it's incredible. Information. Yeah. yeah. Very, very intimate, uh, very intimate uh, information, um, and they are giving us um, because they have an incentive because there is a big war of attention going on um, over us. Basically, um, they offer us more and more of what we already liked and agreed with. Yeah, but when you get when you get constant reaffirmation of the the ideas that you already had. Then, 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 then you sort of end up in a sort of an ego Feudal. echo chamber, yeah. where you are, where you hear more representations of of what you already thought. And it's just amplified. Yeah. Yes, and you become very convinced that the way that you see the world is the is the right way, uh, the way that every that all normal people uh, share. Mm. But obviously, that's not the case because. What about other ideas? What about learning about other things? Yeah, it's left uh, aside, kind of. Yeah. yeah, when you hear the word diversity, um, it often uh, evokes associations uh, of race, gender, uh, um, maybe glasses, a certain build, uh, visual, uh, visual things. But I think that uh, a very um, unexplored territory in this sense is uh, mental diversity. And I think that diversity is, is, is a lot bigger than our visual, like our physical diversity. Yeah. Um, and I like with, a bit, with the Bigger Story project started as um, this, this sort of like, let's, 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 make an, let's create a, 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 an experience of a positive tomorrow, make mm. it very convincing, science-based. And realistic. And realistic, yeah. physically attainable. Maybe, you know, like if, if it's mentally uh, attainable, it's another question. It's a difficult question. But like what, what would be physically attainable? But then gradually the project has shifted to um, being more about 
um, your the, the personal relationship, your the, the ownership of of this, and your relationship with the, with the big issues. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you how do you deal with the fears? How do you feel with the disempowerment that often comes uh, from thinking about big issues? Um, where do you find where do you if you're going to in you know are you going to just give some more money to a big organization? You know, and with with millions of other people, and your your money just, yeah, you don't really know what happens happens to it, or you become a full time activist, like you dedicate your entire life to it. Um, yeah, I think there is a I think there is a lot more possible than 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 that, and mm-hmm. and yeah, I think I think if we are aware, if we are aware of our own power, our own skills, and I think that we can do, and it sounds like such a cliche sounds like such a cliche and it's so strange because it's not so to true me, not to me actually. not to you yeah. but to a lot of people yeah. it sounds like a cliche it sounds like some quote on a on an insta on an instagram feed with a nice mountain <laughs> background you know you know yeah, what I mean? with yeah. curly letters yeah. <laughs> sort of yeah and that and and i find that so sad because i think i think i think we need to overcome our cynicism and our hopelessness it's incredibly important, um, and 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 also I think also I think the um, we have a right to enjoy this earth. We have yeah. a right to enjoy this life despite the suffering and the destruction. We're we're allowed to to enjoy our own life. Yeah, we're not we're not sinners, you know. We we and and. And, and in a way we are because we all contribute to to global to global warming maybe not inequality but um yeah and, and we are responsible for it yes yeah. yes we are yeah yeah also to inequality yeah to everything yeah. that is happening yeah. uh, our little choice can be a huge contribution to something that is happening like this butterfly effect yeah and uh, yeah, also by uh, with connected with the topic of uh, yeah, you can say. I, I sorry before I forget, I had this I heard this amazing quote. Um, yeah, people always uh, like when 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 in when uh, people when people think of time travel, mm-hmm. they always worry so much that they'll do something in the past that will something small that will dramatically change the core the the, the future <laughs> where they come from. Very few people are scared of the little changes they make now to to impact the future. You know the actual future that we're wow. moving towards. But when we when we're time traveling, we're scared of it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, connected with empowering and hmm. uh, not uh, losing the sense that we as individuals have the power. Uh, the power is in our hands. And uh, the kind of biggest power is a choice. And uh, there's this very interesting moment in the Matrix trilogy. Is the kind of very last scene of the of the movie, where uh, Agent Smith is um, standing and Neo is laying down uh, in kind of muddy, rainy um, scene. And uh, Smith is asking, "Why, Neo? Why you keep fighting? Is it for love? For peace? For for it's it's anyway it's a human construct." Um, and the answer that Neo is giving, he says, uh, "Because I choose to." And then, as soon as he says this, <laughs> Smith is just broken, and everything. Uh, like, I mean, it's a metaphor, anyway. So, yeah, power is in our hands, and um, 
I also okay. remember the opposite scene where uh, where a guy who betrayed Neo he's talking to Agent Smith and he has a piece of meat on his fork and he says something like I'm I don't it's a long time that I saw it yeah. but he says something like that like I know that this piece of meat is not real I know these people around me are not real I know the life that I'm go that you're going to give me for this deal is not real but I'll enjoy it and then he eats the piece yeah. of, of meat and he starts making like the opposite choice hmm. to stay in the comfort zone to have his memory erased and 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 live live a beautiful life in the matrix even though wow, yeah. <laughs> he's like locked in a, <laughs> in a sort of a pod <laughs> um there's this thing that is kind of influenced by the popular culture and the mainstream media and all these things that are dominating the the whole attention pool, let's say, mm-hmm. and uh, in those atmospheres, um, some some of the like some of the most recent uh, insights or findings or or these kind of meaningful things for the whole uh, humanity and uh, as a whole are sometimes kind of um, they don't kind of get enough attention. And uh, they are not presented in a big way sometimes because of all the other popular culture things that are um, presented next to them. Uh, so, yeah, how how we make those new new understandings and new insights kind of more visible? And uh, I'm sure it's uh, it's a really hard uh, question and like really mm-hmm. hard to explain but uh, and there are most probably many ways and uh, how we make these good stories uh, come more to the surface and uh, be mm-hmm. more generally received I, I think that uh, both individual and collective courage are absolutely essential the courage to uh, dream the courage to connect with other people in a deep free, uh, in a deeply meaningful way yeah. Uh, the courage to act in spite of doubt, in spite of lack of resources, in spite of not knowing where you're going. <laughs> um, if we if we find the courage to, co- especially the courage to connect with others, to to share your dreams, to and to build stuff, to make stuff, to create networks, to create to create uh, philosophies, to create works of art, books um, that we create together. Um, I think that a lot of artistic people, um, they see the world in a very unique way. You see it in, like if you look at people that draw, you can see how diverse people think. Yeah. Because in, in, yeah, when you, drawing is is an extremely direct yeah, sort of a projection of the mind onto the paper. It's a momentary thing and it can change from in the next moment. Exactly. Fully. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and sort of the way, um, I say, and, and like with the bigger story, I want to create a very wide open space for connected art. So, so thematically, um, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe on 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 the on the approach. Maybe I think I think there will be a very wide range of uh, ways of looking at the arts. Uh, like I said, thematically, 
the medium itself does it move is it does it hang in a gallery um, does it uh, can you can you can you order it you know can you we, we want to release uh, graphic novels but I think what all the works should have in common um, is they should all breathe togetherness mm. uh, um, like like unique styles um, brought together in 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 narrative in in co- coherent narratives yeah. and that is something that's very difficult to do because a lot of artistic people went through a lot of a long spiritual process of getting there that's why they see the, the world in such a unique way and therefore it's sometimes difficult to do this like a lot of artistic work is very personal it's very solitary i think that's super important that the solitary work is made but then let's let's connect it let's connect it in a very playful trusting open ways um free and and expressive and beautiful yeah these are the tools to make them like to present these insights in a in a more digestible way as we said before and uh, in a more kind of simpler way yeah And, and, and in that sense we need a creative revolution we need a revolution of love driven by creativity yeah by imagining the stuff that we do want instead of constantly thinking about and thereby empowering dystopian futures because humans have the amazing capacity to manifest their ideas in the physical world so let's make sure we know what we want (laughs) it's 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 very complex but it's also very simple like like that yeah and 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 i think uh i think the thing the thing that unites us all is yeah basically Maslow's pyramid like we we all need clean water we need good food we need a safe uh and and pleasant place to sleep uh we need we need loved ones around us and we need the capacity to evolve ourselves into the best version of ourselves and that's something that unites people from all colors and stripes and affiliations origins countries and uh, removes the schools gap. of thoughts yeah. and it removes yeah and 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 in that way i think it's important to become very aware of the power that culture has over our lives and the stories that that we inherited from our parents from our country uh, family and question them and what are the stories behind those stories yeah <laughs> and what are the, what are the values that underpin uh, these stories what what are the things that we find most important in life and why and how how do our values how are our values similar and how are they different to others and 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 how do we build bridges between values because because um the um, uh there's an organization an ngo in the uk called common cause and they made a beautiful uh, map of values so uh, based on scientific research what are the things that people value in life and um and it's it's it, yeah it's it's beautiful and um we have like these areas of universalism uh where people feel that uh, everybody deserves to be happy to to be healthy education all these things and opposite to that is power and status and and um yeah decision mandates <laughs> <laughs> and often because uh, often because people in the sphere of universalism 
have a difficult relationship with power and money. Um, they are uh, unwilling or feel uneasy with empowering them themselves, uh, empowering leaders, uh, and and setting up structures that make us strong collectively. Yeah. And of course, it's very hard. Like philosophically, fundamentally speaking, I am I'm an anarchist in the sense that I feel that everybody is born free. Um, and, and, and we are, yeah, we come, we come out of the womb into a world and innocent. we're sort of a innocent yeah. tabula rasa. <laughs> and then, and then we, uh, then we begin as we, as we go through childhood and we grow into adolescence, we begin to attach so many external things to our own identity. Yeah. And at a certain point, when you're an adult, you have like a bank pass, uh, and, uh, you have like a social security number, you have mm -hmm. a, a, so you are a member of this organization, you're an employee of that organization, you subscribe to this political ideology, you are from this country, uh, you like these shows, you like this kind of art. Yeah. And, and so you, many influences around, yeah. And you and you attach you attach them attach them to yourself and you and and and, and you begin to defend them. You begin to sort of you know uh, they are mine <laughs> they're, they're, they're mine and any any threats to that external thing that I identify with that's not really me I get offended when somebody attacks it yeah, yeah. and that's also why I think that um, to sort of reconstruct identity sort of take it apart invite people to to really examine what is my identity made up of what what and, and how you know what? What are the values I adhere to? I want to challenge people to to reconsider their worldview, review your your worldview, yeah. <laughs> if that makes yearly. any sense. Ye make a yearly review. <laughs> yeah, yearly review would be a very good way of of doing that. Because but question yeah. yourself, question thyself. You know, always question, uh, especially when you're very convinced of something. Yeah, question everything multiple times. Yes. <laughs> not to eternally keep questioning things because that's that's not very useful but to find the things of true value that you can share with other people if yeah. i think that if you cannot share the things of value then maybe you should reconsider them <laughs> do you know what i mean if if, yeah, if, yeah. if a certain group or certain people are excluded from from those values maybe reconsider <laughs> One more time, yeah. <laughs> at least. <laughs> but of course, that's a very, um, that's a courageous thing to do. Because it can be very painful to challenge yourself. I remember that um, about four years ago, yeah, I remember it, of course, I remember it. <laughs> four years ago, I had a burnout. So I had to stop working. And I had to close the studio and, and tell two colleagues of mine goodbye. Oh. And then, then I realized how much, uh, how, how much my work is connected to my identity. How much that, like that, that image of uh, yeah, being a professional filmmaker, how I had attached it to myself in an unhealthy way. Yeah. And because of that experience and, I, and, and because, through taking a big distance from, from it, I sort of found, I sort of 
realize that no my my loved one should always be in first place no matter what happens yeah. at work <laughs> um and although i already knew that sort of like uh i already dis- had decided that i hadn't implemented it yet mm. and through through the burnout uh, because of all this pressure we have to to earn money survive yeah. buy this and that for the basic needs I yeah mean, and yeah, I feel the same sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think I think that going going through that struggle, um, actually actually, yeah, brought me closer to this project. Yeah. Because it's about that internal struggle, of of rising of rising up, re- having to re having to reinvent yourself, and having to being really aware of your of what you stand for and what you do yeah. see what I mean and and it's I mean it's 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 um I think it's a lifelong process a mission <laughs> and that's the great thing about it it's never it's never finished you never go like yeah I'm done <laughs> maybe that's when you need to extra focus on <laughs> thinking a little bit more ha- harder <laughs> yeah. if you think it's done yeah, it cannot be done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looking further in time, um, what is your vision of the future? I, I, mm, I think it's very, I think it's very important to say that uh, I don't know the solutions. I don't know what humanity should do. Yeah. I think there are a lot of thi- different things that we can do and I think simultaneously they will make a big difference but I don't think there is one f- go-to solution yeah, yeah, yeah. for everything simply because it's super complex super complex yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like theory of, theory of change and systems thinking and, th- and that yeah it 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 we cannot control everything or at least what <laughs> what kind of future you you hope for yeah or, you know yeah the, that the kind of kind of visionary projecting yourself into the future i think i hope that uh, a historical trend that's been observed will evolve further into the future within our species and with uh, with uh, and this is about growing empathy um when we look back at history uh, there used to be Kings that ruled over uh, the lords, the knights, and the peasants, top-down structured society, um, always men. Um, as as humans progressed, we we women got voting rights. Um, apartheid was abolished in uh, in South Africa and and the United States and many other places. So sort of like. It's weird to think of this as growing empathy, but people at some point decided that people from Africa are 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 fully worthy people also. And I think that more and more people are beginning to include animals into their circle of empathy. Yeah. And I think that this that this is a trend that is that we yeah, that will develop further into the future that will uh, lead to some amazing changes like equalize the hierarchy and be fully horizontal all together um i i 
I don't know how I don't know how yeah. we should be organized because <laughs> I'm not I'm not like I'm not an expert on, on, on like governance and politics. <laughs> but like my wish for the future is that uh, more people grow their circle of empathy bigger, uh, and I and I hope they do it for for also for selfish reasons because growing your circle of empathy means you get a lot of things in return. So it's not just, don't just think like, I have to do this because it's good for the world out there or for the animals or for other people. No, what you give is what you get in return. Yeah. So you can even be a good person out of self-interest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and that is something that I really want to stress with the, with the project. Like you, of course, of course, it's always a nuanced thing. Like, like you can always... <laughs> derail in many different ways and but like yeah let's 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 share more let's 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 connect let's 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 build stuff let's do stuff let's let's laugh let's enjoy the process yeah let's do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you for this uh, inspiring talk thanks uh, for inviting it was a pleasure to have you likewise <laughs> yeah and uh, we keep in touch for sure and uh, hopefully together make a change <laughs> thank you very much if you want to follow or possibly get involved in a bigger story project check the website abiggerstory.org special shout out to Leila Ustunkaya better known as guess who our previous guest Leilush for joining the Patreon tribe so lovely of you before we sign out I want to introduce our debut touch designer beginner workshop. If you're interested in live visual performance, projection mapping and interactive installations, my friend Anders Nudge and yours truly are happy to help you kickstart your journey into new media world in Budapest, Hungary on April 12th as part of Riders on the Mall festival and in Novi Sad, Serbia on April 20th. Registrations are open until March 31st and you can find all information on my website infimensions.com workshop. That's all folks. Until next time, keep being and spreading love.